Family Affair, the podcast where we get serious with the ladies. Welcome, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. I'm trying to sound as smooth as possible, you know, a smooth radio voice. You, to have <laughs> you, got, you definitely got a smooth radio voice. Midnight. Actually, I don't, I actually don't think I do, actually. I think, I think I'll, you have. It's like, um, if you listen to the link, if you listen to the link, he's got the real, real radio voice. His voice. No, I think you have. I think you've got a Barry White voice. Barry White, yeah, not deep. <laughs> you, I'm talking about you. It ain't that deep. Nah, if you listen to Link, Link has got the Barry White voice. Has he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so how's everyone doing? What's going on? Is everyone still healthy? You know. We... I think yeah. you're right. I think none of us have got the corona yet. Thank God. Hope. <laughs> the thing is, it's, uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, obviously. The World yes. Health Organization, also known as WHO, have declared a pandemic. So yep. here we are, guys. We're in the zombie apocalypse that was foretold. We, we actually are. <laughs> the thing is, no one's coming alive. Thankfully, no one's coming alive to try and eat our brains. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? Actually, it's a good point to start on this, because that's, that's what we want to talk about in the um, coronavirus. We we'll do that last Oh, week. yes, yes. I think... I'm just speculating here that they're trying to kill off a lot of the old people. I thought that. You know, everyone said that so far. Really? They're living too long. Yes. Yes. Living too long. And there's one of a nice um, natural selection to depopulate the nation. Simply just pull a virus in the air and it'll take out whoever needs to be taken out without them even having to put their hand up. If you've got a weak immune system, that's you. You're gone. I've got something to worry about then, haven't I? I'll be gone. Well, no, I think <laughs> what do you I say? It was um, the overpopulated countries, because from what I'm seeing of it, they started off in China, then they went to Brazil, and then all of a sudden Brazil? now Italy. Yeah, that's what they said. There's only one part of Brazil that hasn't got it. Really? Oh, yeah, no. I read up and I was thinking, what's going on? And then I've looked at everything. I've thought, those are all the popular countries where, you know, they've got things going on, popping. It's yeah. Up there. Like, with Brazil, there's a lot of, like, culture, the carnivals and stuff like that. And I know a lot of their flavour and their style and their music everyone's picking up on. And as for China, we get all our parcels from there. So I'm thinking, is it a business thing? It's a business thing. And also, I, I think it's a, it's a good advertising campaign for Carex Hands Wash. <laughs> so many people buying up the hand washes, antibacterial hand washes, as I've seen. I mean, I went into um, a couple of big supermarkets this week, couldn't get one hand wash. They've all gone. Now I buy buy normal, <laughs> necessary toiletry. But yeah. a lot of scruffs have decided, oh, let's buy this hand wash. It will stop getting corona. What would they do before? That's my question. Exactly the dirty, <laughs> dirty so-and-sos. <laughs> what I understand well, is... What I've heard... Was... Carry on. I was going to say, today when we was in the restaurant, the day out, did you hear the, um, the conversation a couple of seats behind where a gentleman stated that he'd saw online another gentleman selling um, hand wash for £9 a bottle? <laughs> Definitely to to... Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh <compromising>. my <laughs> No, I'm just looking at yeah, that. <laughs> Toilet paper, what's with this whole um, Yeah, that's what I, that's what I can't I understand. understand that. I don't is it, understand that. Is it people are, is it to give people the runs or something? Is that what it is? No, that's got nothing no. to do with it. So what is it? What is because the... I feel that when if you look at families' toilet usage and toilet roll usage, 
every week you seem to be having to run to the shop to go and buy a big um, bag of probably 12, 9 to 12 toilet roll. Yeah. So people are buying two and three bags thinking, oh, if I have to self-isolate, well, I'm covered, I won't have to leave for the bag roll. That's, That's all that good. is, really. Would and be. the same with pasta seems to be in shortage. Well, pasta's Things like, like that. it's a dry food, you can use it. Yeah, so but, it's you a know, non-perishable. You can, yeah, you so can. everybody's jumping on these non-perishable items to make sure if everybody has to eventually self-quarantine that you're sorted. Because who really and truly is going to be delivering this food to your house? Because I heard a geezer in Australia who is currently living over the road in Korea um, to the hospital where the pandemic began. And he says, literally, people are dropping dead on the street. There's a queue to go into the hospital. They can't cope with the amount of people coming to the hospitals. Um, They're constantly going around spraying all the properties, the sewers, because the virus comes up from the sewers, which surprised me. I was like, what's the sewers got to do with anything? But obviously, that's obviously involves. But yeah, they're just trying to contain this as much as possible. But people are still obviously dying from it. But when you look at the statistics of the 485 cases in the UK, and it's only killed eight of those cases, it's still less than 0.1%, unfortunately. So the the flu kills more people. Mm. You know what I mean? What's happening is with this... Pneumonia probably kills more. Yeah, what's happening with this is the 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 like angle they, they've marketed it by saying, "Ah, oh, there's no cure." So we're like, yeah. oh, no cure." So we have to quickly get yeah. all the bread, no, not the bread, all the pasta and the flour and the and the yeah. toilet and the disinfectants. And you're like, "What the hell, man? What's going it's on?" It's because they've watched all them films, haven't they? Look how yeah. many films have been out since yeah. Outbreak, yeah. Contagion, yeah, World War Z. All yeah, days later, Walking Dead, and you know, usually. The government, usually on all of their movies, the government tells you when it's too late. And they say, oh, stay in your homes. Martial law, stay in your homes. You'll be safe. The end. <laughs> that's all you know. <laughs> so that's Everybody around um, you. <laughs> it's all crazy. Contagion. In what? That film with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's Contagion. Yeah, that's that- the one, yeah. And yeah, outbreak where the gorilla, I mean, it's the monkey who scratches or starts it off and before you know it, everybody's dropping dead, bleeding through the nose and the dying. And it's always happened through times. We spoke to elderly people and they understand that they've seen lots of illnesses like this, SARS, bipolar, Tamiflu, all yeah. of those things. They've come and gone, but the government has specified that this is most likely to last all year. So the re- and it's going to get worse before it gets better. Is this the next and big thing since since AIDS? Most no, AIDS wasn't bad. No, Wait, AIDS but was only listen, listen. No, you no, were only AIDS sorry for cutting in there. Sorry, sorry for cutting you there, but you lot were very little when AIDS was first out, and it was made so big, just like this. You wouldn't have noticed because you were only little kids running around in the park, but it was made a big issue, and now look. It's like diabetes. You can take a pill and live with the HIV virus. I think with the HIV virus, that was made so big because obviously it was more um, prominent between the gay male community. But a lot of them, wait there, but a lot of um, them gay males were sleeping with straight wives. So this was getting spread like wildfire because people didn't even know it existed. 
They were playing the field, going, doing what they're doing, being promiscuous, passing it on to straight people. Straight people were passing it on to other straight people. And that's when that sort of blew up. If so it had travesty, just been left in the, day, in the gay community, yeah. this would never have been... They wouldn't have cared. It was travesty. just going to be killing off the gays. What you just say, said there, now mm. tell me, how did the coronavirus start and become such a pandemic? How did it start? How, how, where did it come from? Well, it's a Chinese and China. Who they say it's China. Who won? Who won? Who won? Yeah, that's where Wuhan. it began. The first case of the yeah, doctor who discovered it. it. He told them. He told, the, he told these obviously establishments that this was happening probably six months before it even happened. Oh and wow! They were like, no, 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 no. In that time, it was obviously building up speed. And before you, he, before anybody knew it, more people had it. And then before it could be contained, then the country and gone about their business, passing so it on to people left, right, centre. So my then, question is, no one actually knows where it actually came. Not oh, the area, says, not the country. How did it was, manifest? Did oh, it I manifest one day? Animals? Did it sneezed? No, animals. Being animals. passed on from animals, yeah. That's well, what I read of. Well, that's what they said about AIDS too. There was the monkey, monkey, monkey yeah, the green monkeys. Yeah. Oh, well, the, yeah, there's 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 a reason why I was asking these questions. The reason I was asking these questions is because it yeah. sounds a lot like scaremongering to me. Of course, I'm not yeah. Saying there aren't cases out there, but some clever people in the government and whatever have decided to. Um, jump on this bandwagon and use it to their own advantage because the same way they keep advertising oh cancer this cancer that you've got to remember something very important we're not going to all die from the same disease so why are they making no. it such a big issue no because the way they go on about like say cancer everybody's going to die from it if you watch the ads that's what they're sort of saying so now they're saying all I of a sudden to. everyone's going to get coronavirus that's what they're actually saying. That's I what think, they're saying, yeah. I think well, it's unavoidable to get it. Get it. Yeah. Guys, you've got it. You're actually immune, so you can't mm -hmm. get it again. Yeah. So they really do want everybody to get it, but they don't want everybody getting it at the same time because we wouldn't want the whole population of the world just to drop dead from the people who yeah. have got underlining. Yeah, because we right? have no one to slave. No, that's what I mean. So <laughs> this coronavirus, it's... It's going to have a lot of serious implications for the government, personally, for everybody. Because, obviously, with everybody self-quarantining now, who's going to be running the, the world? Everybody's in their house. I think that's why they're sweating. Because, look, yeah? people over 60, mainly, and most of the, if you look at most of the government, they're, people are over 60. Old, yeah. They're all they old are. people, so they're the guys who are most likely at risk from this uh, new... Yeah disease or virus so that's why i think they're panicking and saying look like everyone has to stay home or wherever they're going to be but it's already too yeah. late for a lot of them it's already too late it is. definitely definitely but what can you do hey eh? it's a, it's now been put out there as a pandemic yeah the cat's so out of the bag we're just man. gonna have to deal with it yeah we definitely just gonna have to deal with it <laughs> maybe 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 it's um it's one of the God's punishments that's coming our way. Have you thought oh, about no, it? No, it was, it was God. Well, probably, but it was more like... Okay, let me explain to you a little bit. Slow that one out there. There was, there was a doctor who discovered it in China. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Lee. Uh -huh. um, and he ended up like expressing his worry about this new virus. 
and he told the authorities. Well, he was saying he was talking about it, and the authorities called him and said, "Hey, what are you doing?" In, like in China, there's a lot of um, censoring censorship, so they told him stop talking yeah. about this, stop doing this, stop doing this. And then this guy passed away from the said virus, and obviously now his prediction has come to fruition, basically. So here we are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Disgusting. I just so, can't believe. All we can do, really, then, is hope that we're not going to be one of the candidates for it. That's all we can do because we have no real control over it. As I said, there's no cure. It's a pandemic. No. All we yeah. can do is just hope for the I, best. I think what yep. Italy's done is great, and what they've done I is told everyone is- to go go behind doors for 14 days. Because if you if you get the whole nation to go behind closed doors for 14 days, the virus is gone. You can't spread from person to person. It, it won't last outside the body for more than a couple of minutes. It's gone. Yeah. But as long as we keep walking around and shaking hands and, you know, breathing and sneezing on everyone, of course it's going to spread like wildfire, going to football yeah. games and stuff. It takes one guy at a football ground to probably infect half the people in the fo- football ground, really. Mm-hmm. One sneeze where it's populated and then that's it. All of them have been contained, uh, contained uh, infected. So, so what know? about, what, what about, um, the people who have booked their holidays, I mean, a lot of them are being cancelled. The person said they were supposed to go to Rome next week. It's been cancelled. Now, all of Italy, all flights into Italy and out of Italy are banned. Um, are okay. Yeah. Uh, and America's stopped some European flights. Yeah, apart from Only to the UK. Yeah. yeah. So and I don't know why, because people are dying at home. <laughs> I think <I'm> st- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're saying that Europe's slow and, uh, very slow to react about this case, which is partially true. Yeah, then again, I think I would, England is as well. Yeah, I think they are too. But you know, Trump and England, and yeah. you know, got to keep best friends, and they? Yeah, got to yeah. keep allies. Got his buddy, he's got his buddy in power too. You know, the guy looks just like his son. Does Is it bad to say I want to travel still? You can travel because flights are cheap. You know what? No, no, I saw a. I was uh, um, going along the same thinking. I thought, oh, I could book a little holiday. Then I thought, hmm. Upside of that is, what if I can't come back and I'm self-quarantined for two weeks? Yeah. And I don't want to be there and I just want to be yeah. home. So that's the risk you're going to have to take, to be fair. And let's hope you get back safe. Oh, Devin, it is. Devin isn't meant to be lovely at this time of the year. Yeah, yeah they always say that, don't well, they? Well, not really. I don't know. I think it's the most sunniest <laughs> part of England, though. Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah, <laughs> was it Cornwall? One of them southern well, places. The fact that it's more the more sun you're the, the the quicker the virus will spread. More time. I'll stay. Uh, in the well, it depends. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, the heat kills, doesn't it? Really? So maybe, yeah. maybe you can't survive when it's hot. Nah, heat makes um, germs breed more. More. Maybe. Cold cotton germs can't survive because that's why things are kept in incubation and in fridges. Because yeah, yeah. germs need to be kept at certain temperatures to not to multiply. That oh. is very true. Maybe the fry so at just you... a particular temperature then, because I, I do believe that if you heat something up enough, it'll also die. Like if you boil <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah, that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But it just depends on how, um, I would say, potent it is. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, they've probably already tried those methods, but still no cure. Because if it's simply about Heating up and boiling stuff and this and that. They'd do that, wouldn't they? But it's yeah. not as simple as that. They can't find a cure. 
So they're gonna they said it's gonna take a year to do trials and make sure it's the right thing and and I mean by then how many people will have already died? Mm, true. I think so it's true. best. The, the, the Italian method is the best. Everyone goes to quarantine for fourteen days. We all get a mini yeah. break holiday. It's just a longer Christmas. They give us yeah. a, enough warning. So okay, in, in three days, everyone goes behind closed doors, so everyone can get what they need. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we all shut down for for fourteen days. Would make make yeah. sense to me. But they're, they're too worried about their profits, I guess. So. That's yeah, I agree. No. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> anyway, should we change the topic? Who wants to introduce the official first topic or second topic? I like this one. I've got to jump in. I want to do this one because I think me and Pudding, we have a, a very similar thinking on this one. So it's, should people stay in customer service jobs when they aren't very customer customer friendly? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, pudding. Get in there. No, Actually, throw away. No. Get in there. I, say, I tell them to them like, their faces. I'm like, listen, really and truly, like, all I've asked is, where's the uh, the Sanex? So, you need to be like, oh, it's over there. I'm like, if you don't like your job, you don't have to be here. Don't take it out on me as your customer. You know what I mean? I'd rather you say, oh, could you speak to Simon on aisle three? He but may have talked to me. Pudding, is he... <laughs> Uh, are you sure it's not your tone that could put them in a bad mood? Oh, no. I'm always polite. 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 i am always <laughs> so they're going to be put in a bad mood, a very oh, bad mood, oh, no. and toilet roll as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> See, so probably yeah. yeah. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. But on a serious no, note, I do agree. On a serious note, that, for instance, the, the, you, everyone knows that the biggest customer service we got going are sort of hospitals, those sort of things where you're dealing with. We, we won't call them customers because they're patients, aren't they? Now, you're dealing with the public as a nurse, doctor, uh, porter, whatever. If you're, you know you don't like people, you know you're only there for the money, why would you go into a job like that and you make someone who's probably, who's definitely in need of help feel uncomfortable? I mean, you'll have someone rushed into emergency, for instance, and um, they're obviously stressed because they don't know what's going on. You'll have one, two nurses will come around oh you can't be there oh can you just be so can you just that and their tone is really abrupt and really antagonizing and yet they've got a big poster on the wall, wall saying we won't suffer we won't tolerate abuse but yet some of them are very abusive towards customers but uh, patients that are very scared and need help i mean why would they be in a job like that i think we've got to all understand that People in these roles are people too. And they yes, are yeah. good and yeah. bad days, yes, just like are. any we other person. But unfortunately, they still have to deal with the public. Yeah. But like you said, they should be able to switch it on and switch it off. Yeah. Because I deal with, I'm a customer-facing mm-hmm. employed manager, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, I, and uh, I know uh, that when uh, I'm called to uh, the um, caller's uh, office, uh, that it's usually 
not to deal with, oh, thanks, this company's fantastic. It's always a complaint. So yeah. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that customer already to be angry. And it's mm-hmm. my, my job to um, sort of deactivate that and leave, yeah. make them leave feeling happy and that I've helped them. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. obviously, I think I try to give every customer 100% of what they need because even though they believe all customers are right, most of the time they're not. But yeah. you've got to make it known and give them the information that makes them realise they're not always right. Mm-hmm. But as long as they still walk away with what they wanted, everybody's happy. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you still save the reputation of the company. I think that's your job. But when you've got people representing companies, Wompy, bad mannered, got no empathy, it yeah. does say a lot about that company because they're employing obviously the wrong people. Mm-hmm. To be fair though, Medea, you've got to um, consider as well, things have changed. Uh, since you know you was heavily into work and stuff back then yeah um, they've got the whole zero hours <laughs> contract this whole uh malarkey of like oh you have to work x amount of um hours before you can have a break and when you have a break it's only 15 minutes and by the time you've walked to the place where you have your break your break's over you got to turn back there's a lot of that in them um, these sort of jobs and they don't ever like bring that to the forefront that's why a lot of people might portray their character as nasty or neglectful when really they're being neglected at their job as well. But don't you think they should sort of come together and try and fix it? Yeah, try or join the union. Sorry, go on. They should join a union <laughs> and get a union. Get a union. A union not going to learn the manners. So business don't have unions. No. No, a lot of businesses don't have unions, but the ones that do have better working conditions, better paid breaks, paid holidays, sick pay. You actually get a full break. There's conditions put in when you are in a unionized company where the ones that aren't unionized, they're usually carrying on with those kind of like bad practices. But Travesty, unions don't teach the staff manners, teach them how to become fr- uh, customer friendly, for instance. they just making sure they have better working conditions. Some people yes, are in those it, jobs. Some people are actually in those all, jobs because yeah. they just need a job or just need pay. And the job's not really for them. So it shows with that, when they're dealing with the public that they're not suited to that job. I think it's the duty of the manager, the manager to recognise when yeah. employees dissatisfied with their jobs. Because a lot yeah. of them, like, you, you can tell, like, I've, I it's work with engagement. guys. Yeah, it's I work with the guys at the moment. I look at them, I think, I, I say to, like, my colleagues, I'm like, how did this, how does this guy slip through the cracks? How yeah, is this guy still yeah. here? He obviously hates his job. He doesn't want to yeah. be here. I was always complaining more every morning that he can't be bothered to be here and he doesn't know why. And I've said to him, like, to his face, you know, you don't have to come here in the morning. You can stay home. You don't have to come here. And obviously, it's just a, it's just a paycheck that keeps them getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, that's right. So, so I think it's important. Job, yeah, I think it's very job. important for um, the management to recognise when you've got dissatisfied employees and not let it linger on, you know, until they've drawn down the whole morale of the whole, you know, workforce. Yeah. That's all yeah. that happens in the end, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, usually, you try to engage your um, team to keep them happy at their job. You've got to try and be a manager who uplifts them and puts morale yeah. throughout yeah, the team so yeah. everybody's driving and 
you're happy to be at work because work is monotonous and it's rubbish. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, none of us really want to be there, but we know it pays our bills. So if we can make it as fun as possible while we're there, getting our jobs done, making the customer happy, I don't see what the issue should be. Exactly, yeah. that's, exactly. That's in my I, establishment where we unionize. Yeah. I do find that very important that you've said that, to be honest, because you, when you really sit and think about it, most of your time is spent at work. Yeah, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. it is important that you're in an environment where people are cordial. You know, you can just yeah. talk every day. People aren't there to just bring you down or make the day see longer than what it really should be. You know, so it's all that you've got to really take into consideration. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because with, with me, I'm being totally honest. I've been asked, "Why didn't I?" go and work in say for instance a care home or something to do with customers and I said I wouldn't do that again not because I'm one of them who'll show you bad face but I don't want to be in a job where I'm caring for other people anymore because I've done that most of my life and so I personally wouldn't go into a job like that because I know I wouldn't be doing the the customers at good service as well as myself I wouldn't be being fair to myself so I think if I can think like that why shouldn't someone else I think a lot of people don't know what they're in for when yeah. they're doing this customer service type job or this industry. Yeah. A lot of people, you, you never really know until you've been tested. Like, like you're probably, for example, you probably ju- start driving the buses and you yeah. think it's just the case of just driving a bus from A to B. But they don't yeah. really educate you that, you know, before, you're going to have to deal with all different types of personalities. Yeah. It would be, in the, you have to be a bus driver, a security guard, you yeah. know, maybe like a peacemaker. You know, you have to be, you have to show like, that you're Everything. tough, yeah. yeah and, you know, there's all kinds of customers, yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are not cut out for this sort of stuff. Even like being a police mm-hmm. officer is probably one of, one of the hardest jobs because you know you're already going into a situation where you know you're not liked. You know, yeah. yeah, you're not liked. So you know, these, what kind of customer service do, do does one expect these guys to have as police officers? <laughs> they're gonna try yeah. their calm when, like, especially if you're of an ethnic background, you've already got the hate from the one section of the people there. If you're not going to the same kind of race as you, as you. Yeah, yeah. You know, there could be anything waiting for you behind the door. So, yeah. true, true, true. I think there's a lot, to, there's a lot to you know be discussed about how people are you know friendly enough to get up. I think it comes down to the kind of person you are. If you're thick-skinned and you can mm-hmm. you know you can kind of keep calm, I think you're good. But I think a lot of people aren't thick-skinned. They're ungrateful. They're easily offended. And that's why it doesn't yeah. work for them. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and I waited just before I finish. The worst people for that. Are the Jamaicans? <laughs> you go into any Jamaican restaurant, or even I don't know. Sending us hate mails. We have that background, so we have a right to speak on it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, are the Africans the same, or is, they're not? They're not I, the same. It's, they're just really slow. I think everybody's slow. To be fair, nah, man, no. Nah, if you got a quota to meet, and you've got like a model that like promotes that you you, you serve people in a timely manner. Because that many of those businesses like beat with the Jamaicans or the African, they're usually their own businesses, so they can act and conduct themselves in any way they want because they're not governed by policies and stuff well, like that. Yes, that's right. To be so honest, that's yeah. why they will be like that. To be fair, yeah, but when you work for a bigger organisation, you've yeah. got you've got rules and regulations and standards yeah. you've got to adhere to, or you will lose your job. You can't be well, swimming right. at customers or just dragging your feet when you're supposed to be serving somebody. You will get sacked. Because I'll manage you out the business. Well, to be honest, I'm very surprised that a lot of the businesses have lasted so long, especially like in, in, in the UK, because they, 
I've got to be honest, our, our Jamaican people and their shops, yes, their food might be nice, but their customer service is horrendous. But if their food I, is nice, that, the people don't care. They'll still go back why, to the food. And no, no, necessarily, I wouldn't go back if you treated me with disrespect well, and make me wait two hours for a meal. I ain't going back. I don't care how nice your food is. Don't go, go to Africa. Don't go to Africa. You need to go to Mellows. You need to go to Africa. Jamaican restaurant. Why are you giving people free um, advertising? <laughs> we're sending the bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on, then, Pudding. What were you saying? Yeah, you're forgetting as well. Uh, a lot of the time, you can order your food and you don't even know who's cooking it as well. Like uh, delivery. Because I've That's had times true. where I've ordered food from a Caribbean restaurant and it's not even anyone Caribbean bringing the food to me. Yeah, but that's just because they're not Caribbean doesn't mean they can't cook Isn't Caribbean it? food. No, it's not that. It's not that. It's what I think you're saying. Just saying, just saying. Just saying. No, just because I'm usually, I've no. noticed, if you're using Uber Eats or Delivery or somebody like that, you will never be the Jamaican person delivering. It no, will no, always no, either you, be Eastern European. This is going back to the fact of uh, saying that uh, Jamaicans are coming across a certain way when it comes to customer service. When nine times out of ten, I'm talking about yeah. in their shops, not oh, yeah, Uber. Like yeah, like, like they don't do they don't do delivery. I've never saw a Jamaican come to my door yet with a pizza <laughs> or some Chinese. They're too no. proud for that, isn't it? All they kings. are. They definitely are. All I don't know what to say, but they're not on them flexes. That is the Eastern <laughs> European more time. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. You know, but to definitely, be honest, another, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, it, it might sound like free advertising on this one, but it's not. It's actually a negative. With the fast food people now, they've become almost as bad as when you go to a Caribbean takeaway. Which you, one? When you're waiting for your food. Well, we, well, McDonald's is one of the worst ones. Oh, I don't know what's happened to them. They've just gone down there. One of the worst ones. They, mm. they, they make you wait for so long. Yeah. And, and then the salt chips. As well. They have mm. you waiting. And then when you get your food after time coming, it's not even warm when you get it. Mm. It's disgusting, <laughs> isn't it? It's terrible. No, it's just popularity, I reckon. Now. Yeah. And yeah. I know for a fact, I ordered something the other day and I know the delivery geezer went to somebody else's yard first, then to mine, and I says, I'm not paying for him to go to somebody else's yard when they've paid, and then my food's cold because I'm getting it second. You're supposed <laughs> exactly. to get it from the restaurant, come straight to my house, not do six drops on the way because it's on the way. I'm not having none of that. That's, that's cheeky. In their defence, <laughs> I, uh, I guess it's more efficient if they would do like that because if they kept going back and forth, that would be too expensive, isn't it? I don't yeah. care. I've paid. No, that's not the, the point. Is you, you're paying for delivery. It shouldn't be going somewhere else. It should be coming straight to you. Yeah. Well, if they got because, robbed by that customer, then I won't get my food. Exactly. <laughs> Look at it from this angle. If you ordered a taxi, you, and you're paying for that taxi to take you from, say, Wolverhampton to Birmingham, why should he pick somebody else up on the way and expect <laughs> you to pay all the your full fare? Yeah, and then get out and then he pays from where he picks him up, and then he, you know what I mean. That's the same yeah. principle. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. But customer service has, has really um, gone right. down a lot, to be honest. Yeah. It's not like the old days. No. Because there's more, there's more choice now. You don't have to yeah. go to the same. You don't. Yeah. You just move on and go to somebody else. Yeah. Mm, not many yeah, people definitely. are happy anymore, I'm finding, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, okay. um, good. I think we've uh, we've exhausted that one. I think I think oh, I don't think we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna get anywhere with that. <laughs> oh, actually, one actually, I would just add on to one thing. I think if they employed, I find when the youthful people today, I've got a lot lot less customer service in the older generation like you said and that's, that's probably, probably where it should stay is where with the older people because even i think young people at some point develop customer service and you know what do you call it uh, people what's it skills called? yeah people, people skills. skills they develop yeah. that at some point no point getting a 19 year old who just come from school or oh. is or and still go through adolescence yeah you was an exception though i was good at 19 so oh, I, was exception. I was good Everyone but, said I, was, I came from a, a nice home that taught me manners and taught me Damn. to respect my elders so I know yep. how to deal with people just by that because people only want Amen. people only Amen. want people only want you to be um, nice be kind yeah you know I mean? it and, costs and nothing courteous and, and you know what I mean have manners that's all people want and because when people do see you in manners they appreciate it more because they know that many people have got them anymore yeah, you know, yeah don't forget your P's and Q's yep it's very true Mm. And as as they say, these old Jamaican say, manners take your phone. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a Don't forget your P's and Q's. What is that? Don't forget your P's and your... Q's. Thank you. Q's. Thank you. P's and Q's. Please and thank you. Yeah. Don't forget your P's and Q's. That's an old saying, young. It's an old saying. I'm an old person. I'm actually quite old. I'm old, man. I'm getting on a bit now. I ain't young anymore, man. You're not old. That's not classed as old. If I'm not even classed as old, you're certainly not old. <laughs> we kind of are. <laughs> no, no, we're, we, we're definitely reaching the end, uh, the middle of the age. You're we coming are. towards middle age, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. All right, so, anyway. Next topic, please. Go on, um, Travis, what was you thinking? Oh, should um, black history be taught within schools? Yes. Yes. yes, yes, definitely. You see that, um, you know, sometimes you, especially I don't know what it's like now because I've, be, I've been out of school for a long, long time. Still now. not, t- still not really teaching it. Not updating it at all. No. But still what, what I felt like there was always the idea that all black people did was they were just slaves. They were just yeah, slaves. Like, exactly, they had no exactly. kingdoms. They had nothing, nothing to go off. So when people used to get into language, oh, you're just a slave. You, know, you got nothing to come back with. Yeah, you got nothing. You got no comeback. Right. You just have to sit How there. And, eat your humble pie because you're like man I don't have no so that's why you should start teaching that black people were also ruling the world for 700 years before yeah. any European the, nation took it you know the Moors the Moors yeah, they, yeah, they, they were first Spain yeah, we were France the first North ever. America uh, North Africa yeah, they have it. yeah everybody's come from Africa originally that's how it happened we've all been enslaved but we as the Africans were enslaving people far before anybody enslaved us so, so let me ask you the question: If they were to bring in Black history as a as a normal compulsory topic, no, no. If they were not in Europe, who, who was going to teach the Black? Who was going to talk, teach the Black history? Are you telling me that the Caucasians have got no. to still teach you about? Well, yeah, black they could history? do. No, oh, they, they could do. If they learn you it, have to research because they they're going to no. um, whitewash it. No, no. Medea, 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 Medea. Remember yeah. the World War. That happened with the English, but it was mostly yeah. the Germans and the Jews. But yeah. there's still the English people teaching. And he wasn't really, he was part of the history, but English they, people like to brag that they won the war. Yes, they, they won, won the, the war. Brackets. 
But the, most of the, about the teaching of the war is about the Holocaust of the Jews. Which, why are you teaching about the Jews and not about any other um, nation that was also killed? Because they know nothing about That's anybody what I mean. else. What it is, all they know about is, if they have to talk about the history, they're going to have to be honest that, oh, well, we went into the, the black countries and stole all their stuff. So yeah. they want to be honest that they really were rich people who had yeah. gold and, 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 and diamonds. There was a bit of that. So best mathematicians. There was the best mathematicians, architects. They already yeah. had roads. They already yeah. had tools to do stuff. Yeah. They have all yeah. beautiful hairstyles, they were already wearing good clothes. It's, yeah, but they I, do. At the end of the day, it's institutionalized racism, and they do not want to empower yeah. black people. They, that's true. Because, they don't because then we will rise up. up no, they don't. Yeah. That's where you gotta respect. That's you gotta respect the, the the Pakistanis and the Indians, especially in England, because they fought to get their their, their education, yeah. their education yeah. into the system. Us yeah. black folks, we never did that. We were just like, oh, okay, we'll just do it. Yes, How yes, ma'am. To do that yes, when ma'am. we didn't really know ourselves. And also, Asalio, um, yes. it's not been possible because it's only taking my generation to start fighting for it because we've actually started to delve and find out. Exactly. Obviously, all guys of um, the internet that's given us more power. And believe me, there is a movement um, within the BAME community where we Mm -hmm. will one day see our ancestors being taught in the school. Yeah. But we should, if until that happens, we as black parents should already be instilling this in our children so they know their history. Don't leave it just to the education. You put them books, put those scriptures in front of your children and make them feel empowered by what they're learning, what their parents are showing them. Don't Very true. It. And at least you'll know, you'll be telling your kids the truth and it won't be whitewashed or anyway. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, I'm going to give you a, a, a funny one there. You, they won't necessarily believe you because I had my grandchildren come in and I'm mentioning no names. One of my, one of my children's children came in and said, the teacher told them that it was a white person who created KFC. No, we and she that. would not have no. it until we showed her proof that it was not a white person that <laughs> created Just KFC. like peanut butter. Peanut butter it's, the same. That yeah. was not. A white person, that's a black. <laughs> Just like the cat size in the motorway. Yeah. That was a black yeah. person. Just so, like the light bulb. That was a so, black person. So can you see, Einstein. So can you see, Travis, why black history wouldn't get in? Because I've already lied to our children and made it look like it wasn't black people who created these things. It's only because there's but proof. you've done it correctly. Yeah. I think that's you what guys... you want to do, come with fact. Come with yeah. facts and nobody can say you're a liar when you that's finished. I think, that's I think, finished. I mean, there's a lot of people who work on this, um, the, the history of the African. Um, mm, the I think if you guys watch the documentary Hidden Colours, that's mm-hmm. a good place to start. It's a good... A good place to start off with your education if you're really looking to get back into it and figure out what's going on. Because this guy, mm-hmm. um, Tariq Nasheed, he um, mm. put this together and it's pretty, pretty amazing and mind-blowing the way they've, you know, whitewashed Even the, yeah, even the white scholars couldn't disagree with him. 
because yeah. the loot was true. Just even going back to the Egyptian times, they've removed yes. all the noses because the noses were of Africans, wide, broad, like black yeah. people's noses. I want to jump in there, sorry. What I don't agree with, and I will never agree with, is that if we get black history bought in, which is highly unlikely anyway, but if we did, it can't just be about African history. Because if you think about oh, no. you hear about, as you said, the Germans, the Jews, and whatever else, we have to hear about not just the African history, we want to hear about Caribbean history and any other history that concerned yeah, but Black the thing is, the, Car the Caribbean is quite no, no, listen. quite new. Well, new. It's quite, it's quite it new. new. It's still history. And the, the, even if it's a couple of hundred years old, it's still history. Yeah, so I don't think that still exists. If you yeah. look at the Hawaiian, for example, the Hawaiian tradition yeah. or the Polynesian tradition, that's you know it's rooted in the same kind oh. of stuff. Um, yeah, and they were yeah. probably the people, even though they're quite dark skinned, they were probably the, the same people who were occupying the Caribbean. Once yeah, upon a yeah. time, you know. Yeah, so I, think I think you do from, have to still from Africa. Yeah, I think you have to go di dissect it at the roots, which would be when yeah, the Africans Africa. got taken. No offense, you've got to allow that there's other history besides just being Africa. That is maybe the root, but you need to be able to have other history to be taught about. You, you like, for instance, you're gonna say, um, this is just off the top of my head. Um, Columbus didn't discover. The Caribbeans. There's people already there. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And and everywhere he went, went people was already there. there. Yeah. So we can get to understand that too. Because mm. well, that means with them, we'd have to teach the Aboriginals when they were massacred and wiped they're out. They're important too. They're important yeah. to be heard about too. I think. I think really and truly, it needs to be focused on who is going to obviously be partaking in that class at the time. Because if you yeah. haven't got no Australians, there's no use teaching about Australian heritage because it's got nothing to do with the UK whatsoever. But yeah. I think with the well, Asians, the Blacks, there's lots of history to be taught through those three yeah. nations. The tra travesty. Um, going back so, to using Australia, of course, they're always going to bring up Australia because remember, that's where they shipped all the criminal English people and the some some well-to-do teachers and whatnot to australia that's how that became a history unfortunately so um medea you you're too new in history yeah you're you're only going back 100 or 200 years we're talking, yeah. about, we're talking about thousands, thousands of years ago <clears throat> yeah. which which is before jesus more important yeah before <laughs> jesus because yeah, before, when you yeah. think yeah it is the moors were before jesus so but i don't understand how they come with the foolishness that jesus yeah. created that. man We've been around for 2,000 yeah, years. That's it. When the blacks was already there. We yeah, were there before yeah. Jesus even came into, into the Jerusalem to see Wagwan. We yeah. already was running it. In fact, it. a lot of the Bible is about African stuff. So yeah, it is. Whitewashing that everyone is white and stuff. And you're like, like in Egypt and stuff. You're like, hold on a minute. No, there's not white people there now. So why would there be white people there then? You know what I mean? Yeah, Don't make no mean? sense. The Arabs so. took it over after. It was the Europeans, then the, and the Vikings as well. They came to have a peace. I also think that actually it goes a bit deeper than that. Like um, the the Arabs are the are black people. What happens when you move around to different when you have a different demographic on the on the planet? Your your body, your genetics adapts to that area. So like when yeah. you get cold, colder climate, you don't need the, the 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 kind of hair we need that blocks out the heat. 
You need the yeah. hair that kind of forms to, to give you more protection from the sun. Also, you know me personally, I, mean? I think there's only three colours in this whole world. You got Asian, black and white. No, the no, no those just brown and light brown, that's it. That's <laughs> different types of brown, yeah. Think about it. Look, mm-hmm. white people when yeah, they when they tan they get brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true that. Without true tanning that. they're they're just a beige kind of cream colour. And we're just yeah, dark so, 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 I, I like that. Obviously, but yes, I it. agree with you. I think they need to stop using this word black now. Yeah, because yeah, we're not to put out this word black because Pig, not not everybody who has a, of colour is black. I'm sorry, but I don't care if the Americans labelled it that way because they wanted to, you know, degrade people of colour. We're not black. I have fair-skinned children. How can I turn around and keep saying to them, you're black-skinned, and then when I show them the colour black, they're not nothing like you? I'm no. sorry, I'm not confused. Oh, it's true. Them. And little ones as well. Of colour. Mm. You're, you're people of colour. You, you, you know, you're brown. You're different shades of brown. It's just people of colour, really. wild tan. People of colour. Wild tan. But, but then that gives them the, the right to start using that. Oh, there's that coloured person. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's all racist. Why do you have a colour too? Just call me. Just call me. I'm of Jamaican heritage. The end. Yeah, yeah. The end. No, that's my culture. Colour. Jamaican heritage. Just just say, the yeah. country and loud yeah. colour. That's it. Because if anybody could be from Jamaica, you could be white, pink or black. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. that's where you're from. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's true, true. All right, cool. Yeah, um, let's, exhausted. let's wrap this one up. Yeah, let's um, go on to the last uh, topic I would like put in to introduce, introduce this one. Oh, yes, you like this one. This is the one I like this it. One. And I would like to have the lead, please. Okay. <laughs> I've, got some, I've got personal um, experience ah, with this. Okay. Oh, this is going to be another hour then. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Should parents pave the way for their children's future or make it difficult? Okay. Hmm. Like I okay, I I have in-laws, and they turned around and said to my family unit that oh we don't want to make it too easy for you guys. These guys okay, like first of all, I don't understand that. I don't <laughs> understand that easy? what that means. Yeah, that's what I said. What is I said, too easy? and this is when I was like, like I was north of thirty, so I was like, hold on a minute, you know, I've, I come from poverty. You know, I've, <laughs> I've worked my way up now. And now I met your daughter. And now we're getting married. We've struggled, you know, to get everything together. You've helped us a little bit. And then we've got married. And now we've just started to build ourselves a foundation. So I think now, I think I've earned the right to have things a little bit more easy. Oh, know? yeah? Yeah. But the way they look at it, we don't want to make it too easy for you. If you've so, got it, if you've got it to give, what shouldn't you? I don't, You're only going to dedicate the money to them anyway. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I had a friend on, on the other side, I had a friend who was telling me yesterday or the day before that he wouldn't take any money from his family. And I was like, wait, are you trying to say to me if your family said there's a hundred grand for you, knowing that you want to build a house and stuff, you wouldn't take it. He looked me dead in the eye and told me he wouldn't take it. I was like, what are you talking rubbish for? You would He's take that. Gonna, I told him, I told him, I said, okay, I'll tell you what you do. Here's the deal. When your parent, when your grandma eventually dies, you can't out of a house in the first place. When she dies and leaves you whatever money, you make sure you direct that money, direct debit that money to my account because you don't need it. You get me? He yeah. won't. He won't. Of course he won't do it. He'll be chilling, buy, buying his car and stuff. Yeah, I got my new car. Now. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So I need commodity. Unfortunately, in, dif- in different cultures, they don't actually value their people. It's no. all about the cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're, they're just there like bloody scavengers waiting for the person to drop because you'll see them never go and visit or do anything or take them shopping, but as soon as they drop, 
Oh yeah, let's hands and rubbing together. Let's get and that money. And then the find out. Then the find out has been left to the cat's cat. Job, yeah, you get yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think it, it, it makes sense to help. You know, because you're gaining knowledge to pass it down. You're handing down the knowledge. You know. Yeah. Look, if someone didn't figure out how to build the car, we wouldn't have Bugatti, Lamborghinis, Ferraris today. If they were just like, I'm not giving the the, the blueprints to these guys, man. Let them figure it out themselves. You wouldn't wouldn't get any further. And that's probably the way it was back in the days that. People are holding back stuff that could move us further forward. So, yeah, I do think it's a duty for parents to pass the stuff and make the way easier for the kids so the kids can mm-hmm. make it easier for their kids. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Nine times out of ten, Al Stanley, the parents that actually say that are usually mean-spirited people. They yeah. don't actually want to give, so they use that as an excuse. Yeah. Because or, if you have money, why are you not making it easy for your children? Why should your children have to struggle? Because you did... I hate that saying when they say, well, in our days, we didn't have it. Well, in no. our day, we had to stop. I don't agree with you. It's not your day anymore. So then move again. on. Then, then, yeah, I know what Astalia was coming with then. Then, then again. again. You don't... It's really spoiled when they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people don't, don't, don't deserve it. You can do it, it within reason. Mm. You can do things within reason. I'm yeah, but some people expect it. I think it's a God-given just because you're paying. No, no, no. doesn't mean you're rich. Yeah, that's what you've got to understand. Yeah, because I've got money doesn't mean you've got money. Yeah, you, know I mean? you get your own money, and then we'll yeah. see how this pans out. And I might give you some of my money. We're I talking about travesty, travesty. Mm. We're not talking about those sorts of spoils. We're talking about say, say, um, you wanted to buy a house, and you know that your you, your parents have got they've they've got a lot of money sitting there. You know they're only they're not really using it. Why shouldn't you be able to go to your parents and say, well, I've, I'm, I've saved up 10,000. 10, I need another 10 to get me started on my house. Why shouldn't the parents just take that out and give you not have to question it or want it back? As I would have thought they would. I think that should I be all right. I think that generally... That's just an example. Yeah, a lot of parents wouldn't know. Some of them are that mean. I think that's oh, okay. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think you don't need to give your kids money to buy, like, flash cars and stuff i think that's yeah. you know in those mm-hmm. travels or whatever but i think definitely like if like yeah. if I, my son when he's old or my daughter's come to me and they're like look i've got a business idea and i would like to do this yeah i'm going to support them like yeah okay look we can figure out how we can do it here's some money you know you don't need this this, this. and yeah. put them on the right track you know what i mean because you never know it's an investment that's how i look at it i think anything anything my in-laws would give me would be investment for them, yeah, or yeah. etc., you know, vice versa. Uh, yeah. Or anyone, anything I put into my kids is hopefully going to be an investment. If they, if my son gets a mad idea and he becomes the next Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, I'll be like, ah, oh, look, he worked out, he worked yeah. out. But I think mm-hmm. some cars are not short. There's very short sighted. They think, ah, oh, you're just going to buy a car, or you're just going to go and go to clubs and drink alcohol, and you know. And I think that's what most of these people who are more reluctant to part with their, you know, their assets think about you know what I mean they're thinking yeah. they're looking at the person yeah. they judge them and they're nah, he's just going to waste it yeah I feel I feel parents need to really observe their children and see if their heart is in the right place and if their ambition is channeled in the right place before yeah. they make a decision of you know how they're going to support that individual child yeah. mm. but you've got those parents even if they, they, they their children are going the right way They've got these things that they want to control. So they'll sort of... And that's why they won't take the money, because who wants to be controlled by their parents? 
Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, some, yeah. Some people yeah. Want, they know what kind of parents. Yeah. If you've got a nice parent who'll give you and is already there to help, most of them parents will help. But yeah. if it's a Kim Tate sort of parent who just wants to control you and, you know what I mean, have the strings and you just put the yeah. puppy, yeah. you know, I wouldn't take no money because you're not sure. going to throw it back in my face and say, look what I've done for you. Yeah, yeah. People don't like that. But you, you know shouldn't I mean? be doing that anyway to your children, to be honest. You shouldn't. But anybody will do it. It's just human yeah. nature. It, yeah. Because as soon as something like, doesn't go how you want it to go, mm-hmm. and, you, and it's the fault of your child, you say, look what I've done for you. I didn't have to do that for you. It's just human mm-hmm. nature. You're going to? Because you yeah. know you've done that to help them, but then they've turned around and done whatever they've done, which yeah. is obviously, it's, it's made you think that but yeah, I, I think most parents would help their kids if they've got the means to do so. Yeah. I think they would. They definitely would. Because your kid, at the end of the day. But obviously, extreme circumstances, if you've got more than said amount of kids and you can't afford to help everybody, then you're, you're going to be um, miffed. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to, as a parent, you're not going to help a, a child that you know is ignoring drug addicts or drunkard. Well, you might. You might pay for them to go in rehab. Well, that's true. But really? you won't give them the money. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Well, true. Really? <laughs> and that's what got them on the drugs in the first place. Yeah. The money you used to shower them with. And because they knew they didn't have to work for it and they were just getting the money, that's what yeah. sent them on that wrong road as well. So that's you just got to be... Comical way. <laughs> like, really interesting, eh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what you said, that the money that you gave the child is the same money that helped him get on the drugs, basically. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, you know, like in schools, like the well-to-do parents, they give their kids lots of money, like pocket yeah. money and stuff. And they're the ones who always are going to buy on the drugs because they can afford it. You know what I mean? So maybe... Yeah. So- Maybe that just answers your question, and maybe we shouldn't. They shouldn't have their kids. They shouldn't you got to? You got to just not. <laughs> 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 All right, we've covered 180 degrees. Then okay. <laughs> Don't have your kids. <laughs> Don't get them on drugs. Stay in school. That's it. That's it. No jokers. All right, man. And there we have it. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me um get this going a little bit. Uh, one second. Okay, anyone got anything nice to say? Let's start with Mrs. Quiet Lady Pudding. I am. I'm really. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like people <laughs> need to be more compassionate and kind. And I think going back to the coronavirus thing, what's upset me at the moment is that now everyone's segregating and like pinpoint to one race. I think that's wrong. Really yeah, is that, just is that happening? think okay. before you speak. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. saying, "Oh, you can't buy from Chinese food, or you can't get oh, Italian food stupid. now, and stuff yeah. like that." It's really yeah. extreme. It's stupid, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there's starting there's stupid ignorance. Yeah, definitely. No. That's, that's common as that is. Just common, as It's so stupid. It is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ravis, do you got anything to say? Any final words? Yes, be kind. Don't forget your P's and Q's, and make sure if you got the money. You have no drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no money, no funny. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> there, kind of thing. What will be, will be. Okay, yeah. Short and sweet. <laughs> okay, that was the A Family Affair podcast. 
we're now on YouTube. The views are going up. So, you know what you need to do if you like the podcast. We have fans. What's that? We have fans. Well, we're going to start having fans now, yeah? <laughs> what do you think we're doing this for? This is not just for us. I better uh, practice my signature. Yeah, yeah. Don't be too happy. It's probably going to take a while before that happens. We'll see if we're still doing it by the time we get that big. Yeah. You've got to right. be funny. Yeah. Consistency is the key. Yep, definitely. All right, guys. Thank you and have a good night and stay healthy. Good you night. Too. Stay. T to the R A B S T. T to the R A B S T. Travis T. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream come true. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream for me and you. Hearing the excitement in your voice Now that you made the right choice To love only me Now we can continue on with our plans Working together hand in hand